from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello and welcome to episode 155 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto, Sally Kundas and Karine Kiwan. And we're coming to you on Saturday the 25th of November 2023. On this week's episode, in our Android Basics section, we're going to talk about the release of the quarterly platform review. And also we're going to continue our look at Samsung UI and the battery settings. In our TalkBack Highlight section, we're going to look at how to use the spell checker from the TalkBack Bell keyboard. And in the tip of the week, we continue the spell checking theme and look at how to change the spell checker on a Samsung device. I'd first like to start by uh, saying to all the American listeners who celebrated Thanksgiving earlier in the week, you are you are most welcome. Uh, Warren, do you feel particularly grateful to the British at the time of Thanksgiving? I wish I could send you guys a little bit of a turkey uh, to celebrate with us, but I know, of course, you'll be a little bit uh, a little bit skeptical about it because. We took away that power away from you guys, and you didn't like it. But you know what? When it's all said and done, we are cousins, aren't we? Brothers and sisters. And so we're thankful to both you and to the Americans. We live the past in the past. And so, yeah, happy Thanksgiving uh, to all of my Americans who have celebrated or enjoyed that Thanksgiving. It was a great one. I had a lot of turkey. Of course, I'm not a turkey kind of guy, just like the wings and the legs. And that's about it all that I have that I would like for, from a turkey. So um, it was good. Yeah, I, I like wings too. Uh, for Canadian Thanksgiving, uh, my wife's dad will sometimes deep fry the turkey, which is supposed to be quite nice. Oh, yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, and it doesn't dry out as easily as well, so that sounds good. And we are indeed uh, cousins, despite the silly uh, uh, falling out over a minor 3% tea tax and a minor inconvenience of having to send goods made in the US to Britain and back again before they could be sold in the US. I don't don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, that was very very silly. You know, um, the British wanted that total control, and it just the Americans were not going to take any of that. So I'm glad it it happened. (laughs) It teaches teaches one patience, I think, to have to wait for your goods to go across the Atlantic twice before you can have them. I think think it's good. You can watch them sail and then watch them arrive again. (laughs) What a way to milk someone. That's all I can say. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Austin, I think they should rejoin the Commonwealth now, though, don't you? Yeah, I think they should rejoin the Commonwealth. Austin, you keep backing Ed up on these things, and uh, is Ed sharing that wealth with you? That's my question. Or are you sharing that wealth with Ed? Actually, we are sharing the coin or diamond with Ed, so I don't know when they'll give it back. I think Gandhi will be disappointed in you, my boy. (laughs) Gandhi was educated in London, too. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, have you recovered from last Sunday, Austin? Last Sunday, for those of you who don't know, it was very depressing and surprising. We actually lost to Australia in the Cricket World Cup final. We actually choked in the batting and we made very less runs. And 
they really played nicely but i was like i was not having any expectations also which was surprising but i thought it's better not to have expectations than to feel sad but monday my office friends were really sad they really came to office and depressed and i was like very happy not happy but i was like calm so there's no recovery for me but i am battling a cold and so throat and i think my voice will be different but what is good is i'm going on a vacation this saturday this upcoming saturday so i won't be on episode 156 and 157 but i will make sure that the episode is somehow edited and published even if it's delayed but it's going to be edited and published are you going are you going to goa or somewhere else yeah i'm going to goa goa is the best place to go to because there are drinks that flow like uh, oceans there so oh boy it's the best oh place to go to <laughs> oh boy uh okay uh, next time i show my knucklehead up out there in india take me to goa even though i don't drink yeah yeah i'll take uh, you to goa definitely yeah. i get to see the a pretty because scenery goa is everything like the, the, the beaches, <laughs> there are beaches there are very old houses the fields and very cheap drinks nice i'll nice. take a you know a can of coke or something i'll call it good no that is not cheap there that is that is equal price everywhere but a can of beer a can of whiskey everything is cheap not a can of bottle of whiskey interesting yeah i guess that all that high branded stuff will be expensive won't it but local stuff should be cheap no even high branded things are cheaper than other places in india cool And Kareen, how are you? I'm fine. Life is going as usual, and yeah, everything is going well here. Good. Are the khudud still in place? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's helpful. I guess it would be a little weird if they disappeared. They are so small, so they shouldn't disappear because uh, they are already, yeah, in in the in the in the mood of disappearing. I can say. This is not for the podcast. <laughs> there would be no Karen if the Hudud is not there, right? <laughs> yeah, but they, they are already so thin, so. <laughs> I think Ed, you need to go and pull them and you need to go and pull them and make it large. I think they need pulling here. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I don't drink by the way. Dark is still no. for your cheeks, right? Eh? <laughs> no, 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 no. She'll have a, a can of uh, Coke or uh, you know, orange or something like that with me. Strawberry uh, juice. Not with, not with you boys. In the group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did like uh, lemon juice and mint when I was in Egypt. That was that was quite nice, quite refreshing. Nice. And Sally, how are you? How the Yanak? Well, they're good. They're getting handsome day by day. Yeah, and yeah, these days it's very cold here in Turkey. I mean, the winter is coming so fast. Tomorrow we're expecting a storm that will take three days. I'm kind of scared, but let's see what's going to happen. So since Austin is talking about cricket, let's talk about football, Ed. I mean, Turkey won against Germany in this week. How was England doing? Uh, England, I think they were fairly underwhelming. They they beat. uh Malta and drew away in North Macedonia. Oh, uh, okay. but they qualified anyway. They were Yeah, we call it so. qualified as well. So what happens if Turkey and England gets in the same group? 
I think I think we should win. I mean, Southgate, he tends to beat the teams he should beat, but he's just very negative. Against, well, he's very negative against everybody, but he's not brave enough, I don't think, to win a major so, tournament. So if you heard that Turkey's getting a new coach, Montella is in charge for a yeah. couple of games, and we are winning all of them. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. The Italian yeah. power. Yeah, yeah. And the, the Wales game was interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they have to go through the qualifiers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if Wales had won, Croatia uh, won anyway, so it didn't matter. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, somehow Wales oh, gave away four points to Armenia, so uh, yeah. they didn't qualify. Yeah, I think if Turkey and England go in the same group, I'll support England. Oh, <laughs> that's you all the time. Huh? <laughs> It'd be interesting as well to see what the German crowds, who the German crowd supports, Turkey and England in Germany. That would be uh, uh, interesting. <laughs> Uh, kind of cold here, uh, getting colder. Uh, it's dry though, which is good. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. And now we turn to our Android Basics section, which, as I said in the introduction, is a double bill this week. We're going to start with. Uh, Android quarterly performance release. Uh, Austin, do you want to start this? So very some days back, a very small beta of Android 14 QPR 2.1, I think, was released. And I found a bug in the previous beta and in this beta, which was not fixed. So if somebody calls you on the phone app and the, the, you answer the call, you speak to them, you cut the call, your bottom speaker does not work. Your talkback sound will still keep coming from the top speaker. And the only way to get the bottom speaker to work is to switch off and restart your phone. Or alternatively, before you end that call, uh, turn on the speaker mode and then end the call and then that will not happen. And does that only affect talkback sound or will it affect other sound you try and play once you've hung up like media? You know, to be honest, I don't know because I don't use my Pixel 7 Yeah, Pro even I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, but so that's the workaround for the time being. Uh, and by the way, this is QPR 2 beta 1.1. And it's the reason why they pushed this out was that some apps disappeared or you couldn't reinstall some apps and things like that. And that was the main reason for the push out of this uh little minor update. I think mine came in like at 17.5 MB. Some people have it as little as 1 MB. It's just very interesting. Yeah. Uh, can you remind us which devices are going to be eligible for this? Do they need to be able to run Android 15 or the QPR push out to the Pixel 5 during the Android 14 cycle? Anything from the Pixel 5a and up to Pixel 8 Pro. Uh, qualify for that QPR because uh, if you're part of the uh, Android 14 of the QPR program, the regular Pixel 5 didn't make the cutoff of the uh, QPR program. So you have to have at least Pixel 5a or higher in order to be able to take advantage of it. That's quite interesting because the 5a won't get Android 15, will it? That will be stuck on 14. Yeah, it wouldn't get Android 15, but at least it will get those uh, feature drops 
that are intended yeah. for Android 14. So that's the good news yeah. about the Android 5. I keep saying Android 5A, Pixel <laughs> 5A for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, so if you want to, you, you can enroll. But frankly, there's no need to, because Google turned everything on its uh, on its head this year because uh, this, like we said, I think last week or the week before, this shouldn't have come through until January, but you know everything this year is just turned upside down. Yeah, I guess the the release was later than they wanted, wasn't it? So it all got messed up. You're listening to the Blind Android Users Podcast. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. Now we turn to our next segment in Android Basics. And although John isn't here today, as you'll have gathered from the introduction, he has provided all the pre-recorded content. Uh, This first segment from John continues our look at Samsung UI and he's going into the battery settings and I don't know if his battery's gone flat with all this recording which is why he's not here but here is his demonstration. Hi today we're going to continue our series on Samsung One UI settings and we'll be covering the battery settings today. I am currently running One UI 6.0. I'm in the main settings page right now and what we're going to look for is battery power saving charging and i'm going to open it battery navigate up button and starting at the top we first have one day five hours left an estimate of how long our battery will last 90 percent available mine's currently at 90 percent one day nine hours power saving and then under that we have power saving options So I'm going to go in here so we can see what we have. Power saving. Navigate up. Button. Power saving battery life. One day 17 hours. Background network usage, syncing, and location checking will be limited, and motion smoothness will be changed to standard up to 60 Hz. Power saving options. Choose additional limits to save battery when power saving is on. So that's just a general description of power saving mode which i currently have off above that description is the switch power saving off switch and below that description are the additional options you have turn off always on display on switch limit cpu speed to 70 percent on switch decrease brightness by 10 percent on switch limit apps and home screen For maximum power saving, allow only selected apps, limit all background activity, turn off edge panels, and change to a dark theme. Off. Switch. So those are the four options you have as far as customizing power saving mode. It's something you can turn on manually. You can have it as a quick setting, or you could have it come on at a certain battery percentage using routines. I'm going to back out of here. Battery. Power saving. Then next we have... Off. Power saving. Switch. switch for it, 
which is off. Background usage limits. Then we have background usage limits. Background usage limits. Navigate up. Button. And in here we have... Put unused apps to sleep. Off. Switch. Whether or not we want to put unused apps to sleep automatically. I have that turned off. Never auto sleeping apps. Zero. And we have three sections here. Never sleeping apps. Sleeping apps. Zero. Sleeping apps. Deep sleeping apps. 29. And deep sleeping apps. I'll go in here to show how you can add or remove apps from each of these lists. Deep sleeping apps. Navigate up. Button. Deep sleeping apps will never run in the background and may not receive updates or notifications. They'll only work when you open them. So, that's the definition. User added. User added. Max. Apparently, I added Max, formerly HBO Max. It must have been crashing or something in the background. Automatically added. And then there's a whole bunch that have automatically been added. I won't go through that list, but if you were to double tap on one of these apps, it would just take you to the app info for that app. So if you want to remove these from the list or add new ones, more options button, you can go to more options at the top, pop up window, remove, I'm going to hit remove, deep sleeping apps, not checked, checkbox, all, there's a checkbox for all. And then there's the list with checkboxes next to each app. I'm just going to back out of this. Cancel. Button. Navigate up. Button. And near the top right corner to the left of the more options button. Add apps. Button. Is the add apps button. This is where you can manually add specific apps that you want to be in this category. I'm going to go back. Background usage limits. Deep sleeping apps. 29. And this background usage limits page where you can set which apps are never sleeping, sleeping, or deep sleeping. This only applies to apps that are set to be optimized. So when you go in here and you want to add apps to either three of these categories, the only apps you'll be able to add to this is apps that are set to optimize in their ba battery settings. So if you go to the app info for a specific app, you'll have a battery section and you'll have three settings. You'll have unrestricted, optimized, and restricted. Any app that is set to optimize will show up in this list of apps here. And then you can choose how it's optimized in this section of background usage limits. Most apps by default are set to optimize, assuming they're not system apps or something similar. So I'm gonna back out of this section. Battery, background usage limits. And next we have. Protect battery. To extend the lifespan of your battery, limit the maximum charge to 85%. Off, switch. That's exactly what it sounds like. If you want your phone to stop charging when it gets to 85%, you can turn this on. I like having mine at 100% when I get started, so that's why that's off. Today. And then we have our battery usage 
under that. Last charge to 100%. Stopped charging 2 hours 16 minutes ago. Today. Graph. And if you double tap on this graph. Battery activity. Navigate up. Button. It'll take you to the activity. Battery level. Heading. November 21st. Graph. So this is the graph for today. Charging. Power saving. Battery usage. Heading. And here's my usage. Battery usage. 8%. I've used 8%. Screen on time. 1 hour 14 minutes. I've. It's still early in the day. I've only used my phone. Screen on for an hour and 14 minutes. Battery usage and screen on time. Button. This is probably just a description of it, but I'll press it. Battery usage and screen on time. Battery usage and screen on time don't include any time when your phone is charging. System usage may appear on battery usage chart when there is no app usage. Okay. Okay. Button. Battery activity. Battery usage and screen on time. Button. Next we have... Last seven days. Graph. A graph of the next seven days, which is not described to us. I think it's just some sort of bar graph. Graph. Another graph. Battery use. And then here, we'll show you app by app usage. Telegram. One hour, eight minutes on screen. 5.6%. That's used 5.6% of my battery. Speech recognition and synthesis from Google. Less than one meter on screen. 0.4% and so on it will so basically you can see i've only been on telegram today but it'll sort your apps by what's used the most battery and that's the last thing on this page i'm going to back out battery today graph and below this graph is charging power saving battery usage nine percent another breakdown of the battery usage. So this is just a short version of the page we were just on. Telegram, 6.2%. So it'll just show you a couple of your Speech apps. Speech recognition and synthesis from Google. Z Gmail, 0.3%. View details, button. And then you'll have a view details button that will take you the same place we just were that we also got to by clicking on the graph above. So after this we have charging settings. Charging settings. I'm going to go in here. Charging settings. Navigate up. Button. I think we have three settings in here. The first. Show charging information. Show battery level and estimated time until full when always on display is off or not shown. Off. Switch. So I have this turned off because it doesn't make, it doesn't seem to make a difference for me. And it doesn't seem to affect talkback. So if there is something shown on the screen while it's off and charging i can't see it and talkback can't see it so i just have this disabled next we have fast charging on switch and that's whether you want your phone to charge fast or not fast wireless charging same with fast wireless charging so if you're one of those who are worried about battery health you can disable fast charging and have your phone always charge itself slowly I'm going to back out. Battery. Charging settings. 
Next we have wireless power sharing. Let's go in here. Wireless power sharing. Navigate up button. So at the top of the screen, there's a switch to turn it on. Wireless power sharing off switch. And below this, I think is just a description. Put the center of your phone back to back with another device. If you have trouble connecting or charging is slow, remove any cover from each device. Wireless power sharing will stop when you make a call, receive a call, or use the camera. Works with most Qi compatible devices. Different devices may charge at different speeds. Battery limit, 30%. And then here's an option to change the battery percentage you want to disable this at. So if you're using your phone to charge another device, the default is 30%. If your battery gets down to 30%, it will stop charging the other device, but you can go in here and customize this to any percentage you want. I'm going to back out. Battery. Wireless power sharing. Next we have... Show battery percentage. On. Switch. Whether or not we want the battery percentage to show, and this applies to the status bar at the top of the screen, but... This is a purely visual thing, so whether you have this switch on or off, TalkBack will read out the percentage when you uh, highlight the battery level in the status bar. Whether it's an actual number or just a symbol of the battery, TalkBack will still say the percentage, so this is purely visual. Battery information. Next we have battery information. I'm going to open this. Battery information. Navigate up. Button. Battery status. Not charging. So it, it tells me my battery's not charging. Battery level. 88%. Tells me my battery level. Battery capacity. 5000 milliamp hours typical. And tells me the capacity. So this page is basically useless. <laughs> I don't think... There's nothing like battery health, battery cycles, anything like that. It's just stuff you probably already know. I don't know why this page exists, honestly. I'm going to back out. Battery. Battery information. And battery information is the last item in the battery settings on a Samsung phone. So I'm now going to send it back to the crew for further battery discussion. Do you do much with your battery settings, folks? Sally, is this something you tend to look at? Well, something new is that on Android 14, uh, you have battery settings in device care and also separate battery settings in the main settings interface. So uh, there are two battery settings, and they're basically doing the same. What I really like about the battery settings is you have that ability in there. Like someone like me, you know, frankly, I'd never been in there until I heard John's uh, preamble because the Samsung device is not my primary device. Uh, but my doctrine has always been that I don't charge my phone past 84 or at the most 85, unless, of course, I forget it. And so it was nice to see that, yeah, you could just turn that feature on so that by default, when it reaches that 85, it turns off the charging for you. And so I went in and turned mine on because I'm not one of those that like to charge my phone up to 100%. I think it's a battery killer, you know. Um, that's my belief. <laughs> do you also do that on your Pixel regularly or... 
on my pixel i never let it charge beyond 80 84 at the most I'm a bit the other way. I tend to I tend to sweat my battery more in in various respects. So the, the main reason I tend to go into battery settings is to turn all the power saving off. Uh, I try not to have any apps restricted, just so the phone does kind of what it's supposed to do. Because you get that weird battery optimizing behavior that can somehow interfere with an app. And I always charge it to 100 percent, only because it's generally more important to have my phone available off a charger for a full wa- uh, charging cycle than it is to prolong the life of the battery just because i tend to change my phones before the batteries have died i get that not everybody does that and it might be a real thing to think about when you've got a pixel 8 or 8 pro with seven years worth of software updates maybe maybe is worth being more mindful about the battery in that scenario but i tend i tend to work my batteries quite hard so speaking of the battery uh when i upgrade to android 14 i realized that when the batteries down below 10%, the phone is getting way too slower. I don't know if they're going to fix it with this next security update, but this is getting kind of slow and it's interesting. I don't know why. Uh, maybe they're turning all those uh, battery saving mode, all the optimizations and all of those things to get you more battery, but the phone is getting slower, interestingly. Now, this is on your Galaxy uh, S23, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're observing that, probably something to report. But because you know what happened was that this S23 or the beta 1 UI 6 uh, went through mm-hmm. like nine betas. I mean, even more yeah. than Google did. So <laughs> there was some problem there. One of the settings I spotted in John's demo on the Samsung was about slowing the CPU down, though. So I wonder, I wonder if that's kicked in. That would seem a fairly <laughs> obvious now. Just like throttle the CPU, and that seems to be a setting in Samsung's batteries. Okay. There's one another side note. It's not related to battery settings, though, but Samsung Turkey was giving away six months of Amazon Prime for Samsung users and all of the Fruitvale users trying to get it. I mean, if you want to get Amazon Prime, just get a Samsung because Apple is not going to give you anything for free. Yeah. So let's just say the Turks love their Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Austin, do you mess about with your battery? Are you, do you charge it fully or do you, do you let it uh, uh, charge to 80%? I think I am the such a person that I overcharge my phone if there is something called overcharging. Once my phone is connected to a charger, I don't uh, sit and watch whether my battery is at 85%, 80%. I keep it at 100% and sometimes I don't even remove it out of the charger. I'll never buy a used phone from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love the Xiaomi hypercharge. Like if I forget to charge my phone overnight, it can be flat and I'll put it on the charger, have a shower, go have my breakfast and before I leave for work, it'll be a hundred percent. Like charging up to a hundred in under half an hour is amazing. Like I say, I'm sure it does it no good at all, but it's just so quick. What I okay. noticed in John's preamble is that I didn't hear a couple of things and maybe it's there because mine is still running One UI 5X. There's a supercharge and super fast charge in there. I have both of mine turned off. By default, it seems like the fast charge was turned off, but the super fast charge was not turned off. So I turned both of those off. So there's the thing. When you turn them both off, uh, the phone is getting charged within three hours. It's really healthy if you got enough time, but 
when you turn on the supercharging, it's going to be like in one hour. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I'm not running anywhere. Like I said, this is not my main device. So I only, you know, charge it when I want to, you know, do something that has to do with Samsung, like recording a preamble for the podcast. How about you, Karina? Are you nice to your batteries or do you, do you hurt them? So I'm the person who charges the phone from uh, 25 when it's at 25 or 20%, something like that. And I keep it until it's 100%. And not only that, because I read somewhere that um, when it shows you that it's at 100%, it's not really at 100%. So you need to keep it for a few minutes more to, to go to the full capacity. So I do this as well. And I keep it for a few minutes to, to be sure that it is 100% fully. And I don't remember that I faced issues with batteries unless one phone, it's, it's one only except with one phone, which was the Z1 Compact. It has a battery issue and that uh, lead the, to to making me uh, change the phone for the battery. However, this uh, A71 is with me since three years and I think it's going well. So I don't think that I'm going bad with the battery. So another uh, thing I want to talk about with respect to Samsung's battery is the optimization. They are so aggressive in the battery optimization thing. So even if you uh, example, uh, if you if you if you just um, I have WhatsApp for example, it's exempt from any optimization. And at the same time, if I unlock if I lock the screen, and I wait for five minutes, I will get a missed call notification. This means that. Uh, the call will not go through because WhatsApp was restricted. Despite everything that I, I did, everything that I could do to stop this, but it it, it keeps doing that. So, and it it was it was uh, the the worst offender with respect to battery uh, optimization thing, uh, according to the latest statistics. So, I think they should stop doing this Chinese thing that Chinese OEMs used to do, and to, to give us more freedom. Yeah. Now, so. now Karen, now here's, um, I kind of, this is interesting though. I'm kind of wondering though, uh, did this always happen or as the battery degrades, um, then it started doing this? Because if you've had it for three years, probably the battery health is not what it was. And maybe that's why they're doing what they're doing. Or has it always been this way? I remember um, when I did, I think, to Android 12, it started to be that that uh, aggressive, or uh, I don't remember, remember which, which if it was Android 12 or Android 11, but uh, I'm telling you something which is based <laughs> the statistics. I, I don't remember which did the study, the study, but they were uh, like, they were sure the worst, um, the worst OEM with respect to battery optimizations. Which 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 started to become like this recently? Yeah, Xiaomi is pretty aggressive, and they have they have a killer combination of battery optimization and their security app, which is kind of Avast <laughs> powered. So, if you have battery optimization and security, which, which like the poor apps, uh, he's it's talking just about the Xiaomi. Uh, yeah, Xiaomi. The okay. uh, MIUI. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're very aggressive as well. So you can kill them by turning off Xiaomi optimizations and then sorting the battery out. So you then have a slightly less Xiaomi-ish Xiaomi phone. 
But uh, yeah, they were quite aggressive. Did you say earlier, Karine, that you had the XZ1 Compact, your other phone that had battery issues? Yeah, that, no, I, I had the Z1 Compact, yeah. From Sony? Yeah, I, I had it for two years. Yeah, I had that phone. It was great. Yeah, you know, I, I like this I small it. screen, 4.3, and yeah, it was something amazing. And it had quite good speakers for a phone that size. It was one speaker, but it was good, yeah, but it wasn't stereo speakers. Yeah. Yeah, you can keep the Sony's. Uh, no, i just just saying. <laughs> I love you. But I don't see me paying twenty five hundred bucks for a phone. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. That that's crazy. If one is into you know video, uh, the Sony phone is the thing to get. I don't think anyone comes close to yeah. what they do. But outside of that, frankly, it's nothing else to write home about. But but they feel lovely, like they're lovely in the hand. You, oh, you know, brother, it's a that boxy thing. I hate that boxy. Product. Boxy feel. Oh. They're nice. <laughs> no, they're good. It's a, although don't. sadly, my uh, my poor my poor um, Sony Xperia One Mark Three, it got its last security update in July. I think it's dead now for updates. And now the native screen reader for Android. This is a segment we refer to as Talkback Highlights. This is where some feature of the screen reader is demonstrated. Now we turn to our Talkback Highlights section, and John brings us a demonstration of spell checking using the Talkback Braille keyboard. Hi, John here, and for this installment of Talkback Highlights, I'm going to be covering the new spell check feature in the Braille keyboard. This is not a new feature, but as of TalkBack 14.1, you can now use spell check while you're in the Braille keyboard, and I'm going to do a demonstration of how you can do this. I already have the keyboard brought up in an edit field. I'm just going to type this is a test of the spell check feature with some mistakes in there. So <laughs> let's see how bad I can type here. T H I street fist I S is A A T E S N Tessen. Of, of, the, the, s, p, e, l, spell, c, h, e, c, k, k, check, f, e, e, t, u, r, Dots two five six, Fetor. Okay, so what I did was, um, well, I, me I messed up a few on purpose. Um, I put double letters when there shouldn't have been. I put single letters when there should have been double letters, and <laughs> some words I just flat out spelled wrong. And 
others. I just, had I missed one dot, it would have made the word a lot different. So I'm going to go to the beginning of the field. I'm going to hold dots four and five and swipe up. This is a Tessin of the spell check Fetor. Beginning of field. <laughs> so as you can see, it's not right. So in order to get into spell check mode, you're going to change the granularity. I'm going to swipe left with three fingers. Spell check. And now you can swipe down to go through the options. This is because I'm at the beginning of the field. If I were at the end, I could just swipe up and go through them backwards, but I'll do them in the correct order. So I'm going to swipe down. Tessin. Actually, let me swipe back up. Fist. Because this is the first word. The cursor is at the beginning of the word, so when I swiped down, it went to the next word. So now that I'm on this, so I I just didn't use for the letter S, I intentionally missed dot two, and I'm using contracted braille, so it put an ST instead of an S. So I'm going to swipe. You can swipe left and right to go through the suggestions. I'm going to see what we have here. This, T-H-I-S. That's the one. I'm going to see what else we have. Think, T-H-I-N-K. That, T-H-A-T. This, T-H-I-S. And back to this. So I'm going to swipe right with two fingers to select it. Text replaced. And another gesture is, if you want to undo it, you swipe left with two fingers. T. Now it just said T, so maybe it put the T back in there. So I'm going to swipe down and back up to see if that's what happened. Tessin. Thist. Yeah, so it's back to thist. So again, swipe right. This, T-H-I-S. Swipe right with two fingers. Text replaced. Is corrected. I'm going to go down to the next word. Tessin. Do the same thing. Teen. T-E-E-N. No. Ten. T-E-N. No. Test. T-E-S-T. Swipe right with two fingers. Text replaced. Next word. Spell. Spell. I only put one L, so I'm going to swipe right. Spell. S-P-E-L-L. Yep. Correct that. Text replaced. Next word. Check. For this, I think I put two Ks at the end. Check. C-H-E-C-K. So that's the correct one. Text replaced. Then for feature, I just spelled it all wrong. F-E-E-T-U-R, I think is what I put. Feature. So I'm going to swipe right. Feature. F-E-A-T-U-R-E. That's the one I want, so I'm going to swipe right with two fingers. Text replaced. And there you have it. So, just as a side note, as you're going through these misspellings, you're moving the cursor to the beginning of any word. So, if you get to a misspelled word and there's not a suggestion that you want to use and you just want to respell the whole thing, then you could just use the gesture to select the next word which would be to hold either dot two or dot five and swipe down with two fingers. That will highlight the word and then you can just type the new word from there.
Now, by inserting text, that will take you out of the spell check mode. It'll set the granularity back to characters, I believe. So if you want to get back into spell check after that, you just swipe left with three fingers again. So that's been a demonstration of how to use spell check in the Braille keyboard. Thanks for listening. I have to say, this isn't something I've tried particularly before, uh, but I may well give it a go after this uh, demo. Does anyone else uh, spell check or edit much with their Braille keyboard, or do you tend to switch back and do your editing uh, with a different keyboard? I must confess, though, that I don't use the virtual Braille keyboard a lot of the times, and now and then I do. But ever since the implementation of a better spell checker, though, I haven't quite really tried it. And besides, I also have like a Braille display. So if I want to do something typing in Braille and, uh, you know, most especially if I'm in the car, I will just use my Braille display instead. But it's a nice feature to have. You know, you can call it up in a pinch and be able to do things. I like putting it on my lap if I'm... Uh, doing it in the car, and I don't have my Braille display with me, but it's something I haven't done in a while. But um, it's nice to have that spell checker in there that now works. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's the way I use my phone because when I'm listening to it, quite often I'm not using earbuds. I just have it on a very, very low volume, like at what they now call naught percent, and and raise it to my ear. So I tend to find that when I'm when I'm using the Braille keyboard, I'm not listening to the phone at all. I'm just braiding on it and then when i want to do anything else i'll, I'll close out the keyboard switch back to uh, gboard and make minor edits there i think it's probably something i would use a bit more if i used a headset yeah i tend to use mine with a headset especially when i'm in the car i never go into the car without my headset so i know i'm going to be in the car and i'm going to be using my phone then absolutely i take my headset with me because the noises and i want to be able to be fully you know uh, interactive with the phone so i tend to do that you're really sociable in the car then you're talking to your family and everything <laughs> well i don't do this all the time but if there's something i'm working on that i didn't finish working on and i want to finish it before i get to the place i'm going then i'll do that but or otherwise i'm actually the one who doesn't use my phone in in the car you know the kids however their heads buried in the damn phone yeah. Does, does anyone else use the uh, uh, the TalkBack Braille keyboard to spell check? Might be things we want to play with this week. Then sounds not. It's good. I like it when we uh, get. Well, I like it anyway when I get when we hear demos of things that I don't do, and then I can have a look at see if I want to change the way I use my phone. So, thank you, John. Coming up next is the tip of the week. Stay tuned for tips, tricks, and more about Android. And we close this week with our tip of the week, which is again from John and again about the spell checker. This time he's going to show you how to change the default spell checker on a Samsung device. Hi, John here. And for this week's tip of the week, I'm going to show you how to get TalkBack's spell check working on a Samsung phone. So apparently, by default, Samsung phones do not use Gboard's spell check feature. And that's what you're going to need to be enabled to use spell check in TalkBack, whether it be using it the original way, using actions and reading controls, or the new way, using the Braille keyboard. You'll have to change this in your settings to get 
either of those methods to work. So I'm going to show you how to do that. I'm going to open up settings. Open settings. Settings. Search settings. Button. Now we're going to scroll down until we find general management. It's near the bottom, so I'm just going to swipe all the way down. And just put my finger on the screen. General management. Language and keyboard <laughs> okay. date and time. I got lucky. That's right in the middle of my screen. I'm going to open it. General management. Navigate up. Button. And now again near the bottom. I think it's near the bottom. Spelling correction. Gboard spell checker. Yeah. We're going to go in here. It says Gboard, but that's not going to be the default. So I'm going to open it. Spelling correction. Navigate up. Button. And on this page. Spelling correction. On. Spelling correction. Switch. It, it's turned on and... Language. Use system languages. Default spell checker. Gboard spell checker. You're going to open this and select Spell your, checker. Checked. Gboard spell checker. Your default. Spell checker. That's the only option for Checked. me. Gboard spell checker. Because I don't have Samsung's keyboard. Cancel button. Installed. So I'm just going to back out of here. Spelling correction. Default spell checker. Gboard spell checker. So that's where you need to go to enable spell check in the TalkBack Braille keyboard or just in TalkBack in general. And I've done this demonstration using a Samsung device running One UI 6.0. Thanks for listening. A couple of things to say about that. Uh, if you need to change the spell checker, you will first have to enable Gboard if you traditionally use a Samsung keyboard and set it as your default. Uh, once you've done that, though, you can uh, set a different keyboard as your default and, and the setting will still be respected. It's just to be able to do it. As I say, uh, Gboard does need to be the default. Another thing to uh, to add here is related to Google Talkback, um, which is that I, I don't know um, what what's the case with respect to Samsung's Talkback because I'm not on One UI six. So uh, with Google Talkback, um, if you want to hear the suggestions, like the, the spelling of the suggestions when you when you are using this, this spell checker, uh, you have to use Google TTS. Okay, don't ask me about the reason because I don't know. It's an unknown reason. Even if you use Google TTS with Auto TTS or um, Voiceify, it will not work. You have to use it your as your default system engine. And in this case only, you will be hearing the spelling suggestions. So if you if you use another TTS engine, uh, you will be hearing the suggestion, but no, it will not be spelled out after that. So yeah, this is an odd thing happening with Google Talkback. And another thing, which is according at least to my experience, um, sometimes, even if you do the steps that uh, John mentioned, it will not work as expected with Google Talkback. So for the first for the first time, when you type something, it will tell you that no misspelled words. After that, if you uh, like go back and uh, type something again, it will tell you that there's a misspelled word, even if you if you test it with the same text. So yeah, it seems that there's something not like not good happening or something a problem with the compatibility. I don't know if it will be if it's fixed with the stockback or not, but this is the case with the Google stockback 14.1.
That first one in particular about Google DTS is super annoying. Um, is is granularity uh, supported in the suggestions list? Could you go and spell it yourself, or will it not let you switch to character? No, it doesn't work. Oh, that's really annoying. Um, it would have I'm to. Sure, user, I'm not going to change my mind, even if it works. But yeah, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so let's let's be clear, though. Are you saying? That because what Ed is saying is that can you not change it to character mode? And are you I saying that doesn't work? Try it, try it yourself, even if, if you try it, it will not work because when you change it to character mode, it will move the cursor in the edit box. So, Ed, when you talk about this character granularity change, are you talking about during the spell check or are you saying it during just uh, maybe in that edit field? I'm saying in the list of suggestions. So Karine is saying that suggestions are read out but not spelled. I'm saying, can you focus to a suggestion and uh, uh, change the granularity to characters? But it sounds like you can't because you're stuck in the edit box. No, it, it, it's not. It's not focused. Actually, you you move between suggestions using the actions, the talkback actions. Yeah, so, but once you've once you once you've done that, you then can't change the granularity to characters off actions because you're still in the edit box. Interesting. Uh, I I think uh, actually if you are using the the actions of the, as a reading control, this will not work, of course. But however, I'm not sure if you if you use the gesture to open actions, if this would work or not. Uh, but I think that it will not work as well because when you open the the actions from the gesture. Uh, it will not work with the spelling suggestions. However, I should test this. But if you are talking about the reading controls, of course it will not work because you will move between the, the suggestions via down and up um, uh, swipes. But if you change the granularity to characters, it will just move the cursor in the edit box. Yeah, so that's what I was asking. Once you'd swipe down with actions uh, as granularity and you landed on a suggestion you wanted to explore, you can't then change the characters and have that read. You're gonna be in the edit box, yeah. Yeah, but the whole idea about a misspelled word is for it to tell you what the misspelled word is, isn't it? And then give you a suggestion. You know, if you swipe, uh, you find the suggested, um, uh, you know, or whatever the predicted uh, suggestions that you could choose from uh, to make uh, yeah. such a correction. For me, though, I use because I, I have the proofread on my Gboard, and so I tend to use that more than anything else. Yeah. I wonder whether spell last spoken phrase might be an option as well. You know, talking about spell last uh, spoken phrase, what I want to see is to have a gesture, and I don't know why it's taking Google forever, at least give us the ability to choose something from one of the gestures that we don't use, especially this multi-finger, three-finger, four-finger, whatever. I wouldn't mind using one of those uh, to spell the last spoken phrase. I, I just don't want to go into the menu and try to do that. I think that's stupid. Yeah. Although, as I discovered earlier in the week and we were discussing uh, on the group, the last spoken phrase functionality is not necessarily spell, but copy is certainly very flaky indeed. And <laughs> copy some very strange things which aren't actually there, uh, uh, which they should also perhaps have a look at. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. 
that is it for this week, folks. Uh, Austin, where can people find us? To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join our mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next week. Say bye-bye to the nice people. Bye, nice people. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening and look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.